Welcome back to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. Once again, I'm Krupa. And I'm Anisha. This is part two of our interview with Kai Doran. So once again, Kai, thank you for being here and sharing your experiences with us and our listeners. Thank you for the introduction. It's great to be here again. So just to recap, last episode, we talked about your experiences with body dysmorphia and an eating disorder. And you spoke about your recovery process and lifestyle changes. Today, we wanted to start off with talking about identifying if someone does have an eating disorder and how to help them. Yes. So what are some ways to identify if someone you know does have an eating disorder? And what would be the best way to respectfully make them aware of it out of love and concern for them? Um, If you're starting to notice symptoms of disordered eating in your friends and family members, I'd recommend Googling a list of symptoms and just doing some independent research and seeing like how much of it actually matches up. And with that in mind, you have to remember that the same diagnosis like looks a bit different on everyone. Not everyone's going to have the same symptoms or the same like warning signs. So it's important to just like do your research and to go with your gut. Like it's and then when you actually are like reaching out to tell them that they need help and like trying to convince them to do so. I think it's very likely that your friend's not going to believe you because denial and is a huge part of eating disorders. Like a lot of sufferers, even at their worst, still believe like you're not sick enough. So I would recommend like you have to sit them down and tell them specifically why you're concerned. Like, what have you been noticing that's worrying to you? And why is that worrying? And what are the future impacts of that? And just being really honest and letting them know that you're doing this because you care about them, because you love them a lot. And then I think you have to remember, like at the end, encourage them to seek help. It's much better if like your friend or loved one seeks help on their own because it's much more powerful. It's much more effective when it comes from them. But if you're really worried, then you might need to reach out on their behalf and like get them support. Yeah, that's really helpful. Thanks for talking about that because I know a lot of our listeners might be parents or kids with friends or family that might be experiencing um, an eating disorder. So we also wanted to talk about eating disorders in the media and how it's portrayed. Just based on observation, we can tell that the way eating disorders are portrayed in the media aren't necessarily the whole truth. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about how the media presence of eating disorders has affected you? And if you can, can you talk about what the media inaccurately portrays and possibly glamorizes? Yeah, so for a lot of people, like shows and movies and books are the only exposures to eating disorders that they have. And the first um, movie that comes to mind about when we talk about eating disorder representation is To the Bone. And like just about every show or like movie or book I've seen has been very limited. It's very frustrating because a lot of what they're describing doesn't hold true for most people. Mm-hmm. And because the thing is, they're repeatedly portraying the same stereotype of this upper class white girl who's cis, who's straight, who has an eating disorder because of body image issues. And for a lot of people, that's not really the case in treatment. Like it was it couldn't be more obvious that that's not what eating disorders look like for everyone. The stereotype in the media generalization, like it really affects marginalized communities like people of color, trans people, um, anyone who doesn't fit that stereotype. It makes it harder for people to get medical care, treatment and support because they're not seen as someone who would struggle with an eating disorder. So no one's thinking about them in that way. And furthermore, I think that eating disorders in media are just so glamorized and it's, seen as like beautiful or romantic or desirable and people think oh I want to have an eating disorder and that to me is so frustrating because I'm like no you don't my eating disorder destroyed my life and here you are thinking that it's cool or that it's makes you a more interesting person or whatever it is people have this idea that eating disorders are beautifully tragic when in reality they're just tragic and suck I think that's really important for people to understand especially 
those who really have only seen it online and never known anyone with the same issues. We also wanted to ask you if you would be able to speak to why eating disorders are so common in the trans community. Yeah, so researchers are honestly still trying to figure this out because this is a relatively new observation, I think. But I can share like my own personal thoughts and theories as a trans person with an eating disorder. I think that like, part of it for me and a lot of people is that people develop it from being bullied or feeling like an outsider. And that sort of negatively affects your self-esteem. You're full of like self-hatred and disrespect towards yourself because you don't really accept who you are. And that contributes to this notion of like, oh, I don't deserve to live. So when you're thinking, oh, I don't deserve to live, then you're not really thinking about eating. And that's where like restriction starts. And a major contributor to eating disorders is like body image issues. And a lot of trans people do have body image issues because the body you have doesn't really match who you are on the inside. Thank you so much for informing us and our audience. I think um, especially what I've seen and at least in my community is these are things that we just don't talk about. Like for me, the only exposure I had to eating disorders was I think the movie Mean Girls. I'm not sure. Some chick flick that I watched a long time ago and it kind of tainted my my view. And so I had to do my own research and learn a little bit more about it. So that's really important for everyone to hear. And thank you for raising awareness about eating disorders in the trans community. Um, so finally, Kai, are there any final thoughts that you have that you'd like to convey or give to the listeners that could help anyone out there struggling with an eating disorder or body dysmorphia? There's no way out of your eating disorder except right through it. Like with recovery, you can't really half-ass it. You just need to like put everything you have into it and you can't like stop until you're there. There's really no way out except through. And you have to remember that you're brave enough to take this plunge. You're strong enough to stick to it because it is a really big decision. It's a huge commitment. It is one of the hardest things a person can do, if you ask me. Um, but you have to find something powerful that makes you want to get better. And that something can motivate you in your everyday. And like so many people have come out on top, it's possible to recover. While I was in treatment, I met someone who was 67 years old. And he told me that like anyone could recover because he's recovering after 50 years of anorexia. So his advice was always to just suck it up and do it. And as harsh as that sounds, I think he has a point because you're strong enough to do that. So why not get your life back? Why not like live fully? That's amazing advice. I think you and anyone else who's going through recovery is so incredibly strong for really having that strength to go through it. Kai, thank you so much for sharing your incredible story with us. We really hope your story and advice resonates with our listeners as well, and I know it definitely does with me. And with that comes the end of our interview. Thank you, Kai, again, and thanks for listening, everyone. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.